Welcome to Jim and Joe Call in the Ring! Jim and Joe Call in the Ring! January 9th! Talking about all the AEW! Anything else to add to that? Do you sleep at all? <laughs> it's been a lot I, uh, this week. It's been a busy week. It really has. There, there, and there is a lot to talk about. Like Mod Mike is saying, uh, I don't even know. I, I don't know if we're going to touch on everything. I know there was uh, too much to touch. Of, too but, much but, to touch. That's a good song name. Too much really? to touch. I'm going to. I'm that sure down. it exists. Come no on. No way. I'll check Come now. You know that that song exists. You and I have been playing music for far too long to know that every single idea we'll ever have about music and what songs exist. No, it already no, 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 no. Don't be with that. Did you, did you see that Ed Sheeran, uh, Elton John thing? Was no, it you who talked to me about it? No. Uh, so Ed Sheeran and Elton John were working on some shitty Christmas song as one does when you're that rich and famous and Elton John insists on continuing to pump out mediocre garbage. Yeah. Um, God, I love Elton John before, but damn, just chill out a little. Uh, apparently, they were writing a song. They tentatively titled it Merry Christmas. Then they oh, went no. to look it up, and nobody had a song called Merry Christmas. So they just named it Merry Christmas. Really? They couldn't call it, like, simply having a wonderful Christmas time? Wait, I feel like we've been there before. There is one song. No, one album named oh. Too Much to Touch. There's Touch See? Too Much by ACDC, which we're all aware of, but like, yes. okay, no, never mind. The album is a single. There is one song by a guy named Michael Kuntz. Uh, he put Wait it out last, last year, 20 or 2020. He put it out Wait in 2020. Oh no, I'm thinking of Rusty Kuntz. There's another. Uh, no, on. no, this is some nobody. He's literally put out one song. It is called Too Much to Touch. I would be fine writing another better song called Too Much to Touch, where maybe the playlist, the play count will register on Spotify because there's nothing for him. Not not a single. I'm not going to I'm not going to play it. I'm not even going to give him that that fraction do that. of a cent. No, don't do that. There's also Please Don't Touch by Motorhead and Girl School. That's the song well, that, exactly. But that's not too much to touch. Anyway, copyright not, but- too much to touch. Don't anyone take that, even though you can't copyright a song title. No, you can't. But you can copyrights leaving a like on this video tossing a thumbs up huh? you can copyright that right maybe you can copyright no, leaving a thumbs up or leaving so. a comment and if, and if you can google already has that's true they own, us. <laughs> they own everything they own us like every mm. we signed a contract they're just like every tuesday and then became wednesday every wednesday and sunday at noon eastern you got to come and do this show and that is your contracted uh, obligation to do this particular show and you got to call it Tim and Joel call in the ring and you got to subscribe to the channel because we're marching towards 100 episodes. Tim, did you know that if we were to have two shows a week for the next three, four weeks by February 13th, it'll be our 100th episode. How Perfect. apropos just before Valentine's day, you and I get to spend some time together. We'll get all lovey oh. and cozy and talk about wrestling. Okay. No, 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 okay, that. Then go ahead, do it in our Discord because there's a link in the video description and it's free to come and join. So y'all should come and do that. Tim, we made it past Raw. We made it past NXT. NXT, of course, later on that day, there were a bunch of releases. We don't need to get into that because we don't really yeah. go there. Uh, although I do love that I made the reference about the uh, heavy handedness of the Braun Breaker entrance. And then later on that day, everyone gets fired. So a little, a little, little more heavy handed than I guess we thought. Uh, yeah, there you go. Subscribe to the channel. I'll we'll shoot you. Or he'll shout, shout at, at you. Jesus. <laughs> uh, Gun whoops. violence, Elmo. Sesame Street got dark. <laughs> we're, past, we're past the opening uh, algorithmic changes. Yes. 
Tim and Joel 100. I, I, I guess we're going to have to do something now. Ah, shit. <laughs> to call, we're going to have to call back all our old guests from all those special guest shows we did, of which I can think of. There have really only been two guests who have ever done the main show. And that's because uh, you were away. Uh, yeah, exactly. I don't know. Give us wrestler phone numbers and we'll crank call them. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> Give me Malcolm Bivens phone number and we're just going to call him and just just berate him for a good hour. See if anyone actually pays attention. Anyway, where do you <laughs> want to probably start, start right? talking about all that stuff we got to talk about? I mean, listen, we got Dynamite Rampage, Battle of the Boards, and then SmackDown. Hard to Kill, we probably don't need to do uh, unless uh, you didn't really watch much. Of no, it, I watched I watched the ending. Okay. <laughs> I, well, watched, I mean, I, yeah. I see a lot of failed attempts at crossbodies, etc. Nowadays, that's just the norm for all promotions. <laughs> No one, everyone has collectively forgotten how to do a crossbody. So we just, and they still, they're proud of it. They played in the replay. Anyway, the, the match was good. The Mickey James, Deanna Parazzo one is just Mickey did that little dive onto literally two people who could have caught her. And it was just coward. Like, why does no one do them anymore? I don't get, and why did they put it in the replay? That in the table spot, not deserving of, of the, the recap. <laughs> Yeah, it looked it, it looked a lot better than it really was. Maybe it looked better in their heads, but uh, yeah, I, I, I don't get I don't get why like you have an opportunity to analyze, like think about what just happened, and like the the recap footage is not totally predetermined. They're putting that together on the fly in the truck. Why not just choose a better moment? I mean, there was a moment on Dynamite we're going to get to where they kept showing that replay and they really four times. Have, so. Let's uh, let, let's let's talk about Dynamite. The TBS era has begun. We are here. We are the mothership. They've even put it in the t- even AllEliteWrestling.com in their reports of the show says the TBS era have, has begun tonight. Dynamite has made the move to the mothership. Capital T, capital M, mothership. <laughs> we're here, Tim. We're aliens. I mean, Ted Turner seems like an alien. Seems? Seemed? Is he dead? Uh, someone's got to look that up. I don't, I don't think he's dead shit. yet. But anyway, <laughs> they're in Newark. We open up with the match. I told you they would open up with Paige and Danielson, too, in a match that I liked so much better than their original match. Much better than the original match. This And that, like, ah, oh, it was good. It was very, very satisfying. Great build to that, uh, the buckshot. And, like, hot damn. Did Brian Daniel Brian Brian Danielson sell the hell out of it? It was perfect. It was perfect, and the blood helped. Um, yeah. I don't. Know, Hangman looks real weird with a hair with a bunch of hair full of blood. Like he, he kind of had like a Beetlejuice vibe going on. It was weird watching the gifs of him doing the the jumping jacks with his big '80s blood hair. <laughs> <laughs> so I loved that the blood jumping jacks. He looked yeah. deranged. He did look deranged. It was. Which he looked great. like a different human being altogether. I was a big fan of that. It looked like he had a perm made out of blood, which is <laughs> <laughs> something. There you go, friends. If you're ever wanting to get a perm, you go to the guy and you tell him, "I want it with blood. Make it look." You like know it's what? Blood. I want someone to make. I want someone to make a horror movie with like a Richard Simmons type, but just like yeah, exactly. And just covered call in it blood. Blood perm. Uh, by the way, shout out to Tim and to Mod Dan. Collectively, you both got the judges. You were all yeah. like, uh, oh, Mark Henry, Paul White. <laughs> Mark Henry, Paul and, White. And you, you even said, and some small guy. So you actually <laughs> was, got it. I nailed it. <laughs> Jerry Lynn. So some small Jerry, guy. 
Jerry Lynn just squished between Mark Henry and Paul White. And I loved it. I mean, listen. It, it was good. It was exactly what I expected. Because again, yeah. we knew it wasn't going to matter. And it didn't matter. Like, exactly. they were not going to go to that. I thought it was so funny, though, watching Danielson try to, to play to the judges as if he was going to make this an hour-long match and it was yep. going to be this this big contest and this big issue where Henry and White and Lynn, and they're going to have to make the decision, blah, blah, blah. Meanwhile, like they're just sitting ringside, those three, and they're just like not taking notes. They're just watching. they just yeah, fans. Because they don't need, they know. They know the answer. Right. <laughs> Uh, regardless, very good match. Both men getting color. And you know what? It actually, it worked for the match. It made mm-hmm. things really, really fun. Did. I enjoyed myself. Um, was there anything else in that, in that match? Like really got you whether it was no, I'm just, I, 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 you know what? In the end, I think it was a really, really good program. And I think, you know, kudos to Danielson. Cause he put, he put over hangman hard in this pack, in this program. Yeah. So big, it's big very, fan. very good. Yeah. Big fan. I mean, this was smart. They had they they roll over the uh, the the results every year. The 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 what's the word? The wins and losses. The records. Record. They yeah. roll them over every year. I know you're not a big fan of that, but that's that's the the sports like feel of AEW. Despite not play. being anyway, not being how I combat know. sports work. <laughs> yeah, for our audio friends, I was using air quotes. I mean, so anyway, to be fair, it is a te- AEW is clearly team sport. So. <laughs> So they they played that off twice actually. This was so this was the Americans and Dragonsons, Bryans and Danielsons first loss. But it was mm-hmm. also the beginning of the year, therefore his like first year technically in AEW is an undefeated year, so that's cool. Or yeah. or undefe- yeah, it's undefeated because he, yeah, yeah, he did not lose there. a match. He went to a draw. Uh two draws. So anyway, we move into MJF and Sean Dean. This is another play with the uh with the rankings and with the win loss records and this was smart mm-hmm. they rarely do dqs i thought it was fun here. like Go this is it. this is the wrestling stuff like this is the not taking itself too seriously doing a novel thing to like get two people to fight because you know we know they've been fighting it's been an up and down feud uh but punk coming out and just being like yo this is every single week until you get in the ring with me, I will just get you disqualified for matches. Cause like it's a silly rule. It's easy to exploit. Punk comes out and exploits it. And I thought that, I thought that was really good. It's something I haven't seen a ton. So it's, it's refreshing. I'm a fan of Sean Dean now, uh, actively like going over the top on socials being like, Hey, can I get a shirt that says I beat MJF? Hey, can I get a title shot? Because I beat MJF. Like it's just obnoxious and it's really yeah, funny. Yeah. I'm a big fan of that. Uh, on top of it. Yeah. It was played out really well. And now next week, we're going to do CM Punk versus Wardlow. And I think it's going to be MJF tries to do the same thing. Sean Spears is going to try to get the disqualification so that Wardlow wins. And instead, it's going to backfire. Yeah, Wardlow's, Wardlow's not going to be, lose. he's going to be done with it. He's, well, they gave him a nickname now. What is it? The, the like something of mayhem. Oh, God. I don't Someone in the chat will tell it's us. It's like but Mr. Yeah, mayhem, Wardlow or something like that. Mr. Mayhem. I was like, okay. (laughs) He hasn't said many words for it to like really. Oh, they are calling him Mr. Mayhem. You're right. It's Mr. Mayhem. It's Mr. Mayhem. (laughs) (laughs) And they have Uh, like, yeah. Anyway, it's disturbed doing his, uh, doing his theme song or is it just the vocalist? So it, no, it's not. It's still uh, ruckus. That's ruckus. ruckus Doing a, doing a spot on disturbed. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Mikey's really good at pulling off these ridiculous. It's uh, identical. That's impressive. Bravo. God. Yeah, he exactly. He, he just impresses the hell out of me consistently. 
Oh, I like this from Daniel Price saying, Brian was right about fickle fans. So, so many of the same people who wanted Hangman as champ, they wanted him to lose to Brian to be an asterisk. I like that. And I think Brian, does Brian now revert back to being a face? Because soon Mox will come back and things will maybe shift. Or or is Mox going to be undeniably a face now that, you know, he's coming back from from uh, rehab and all that stuff? Yeah, uh, I don't know. I think he can do whatever. I think he's, he's shown that he's got the chops to do both. So like, uh, and it's easy enough for him to pivot. Like, God, he's just he's good at pivoting. Like, I didn't think it was going to work him as heel, but he did a tremendous job. What's next for Hangman? Asmod, Mike. So many options. There's so many options, right? Like AEW's talent pool is, if anything, too big. So like, yeah. take your pick. Take your pick, man. Like, you know, you got CM Punk, you've got uh, MJF, you've got uh, Moxley, like. It's got to be Mox. It's got to be Mox. Yeah, because he kind of got screwed out of the other one. So I think that works. But then like sports and things are saying like he has to be a face. He's coming yeah. back from uh, Adam Cole. Adam yeah, Cole, Adam like, Cole's a good one. The problem with Cole, though, is like, is it too soon? Because you're going to get into, yeah, Revolution is the play, I think. I think there's uh, so many options that, like, you know, you got to look at it in a long-term thing. And I just don't, I don't think we have enough time to talk about that this week. Got given it. Bobby everything Fish. that's happened. Yeah, yeah. Bobby, Bobby Fish, Fish versus, it is. versus Hangman Page. That's it. You can run the gauntlet. <laughs> that's Bucks. You can run the, <laughs> we'll do that Punk, again. Punk's already doing that with MJF. And I've been talking yeah, yeah, about yeah. that for weeks. So when they announced the Wardlow match, I was like, oh, we're going to do this until we get to Atlantic City. And then it's going to be MJF and Punk in Atlantic City. That's what I think. Um, Jericho returns and that promo did absolutely nothing for me. Yeah, I don't care. We can skip right over that. It does not matter. I mean, love the guys in 2.0. They're they're killing it. I don't care about Jericho. (laughs) Listen, if there's one thing I can say, I want a taste. Eh? I want a taste Eh? 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 2.0. Canadians sounded like New Yorkers. (laughs) The Terrence and Philip line popped me, of course. It was Canadians so good. Yeah, like. that's, yeah, I'll give him that. You know, but then he tries, he's still also Canadian. But. Yeah, and then he tries to the whole uh, pinhead, squarehead thing, and I'm like, eh, you're trying too hard. Yeah, then they did that again on, on was it Rampage or Battle of the Bells? Doesn't matter. But one Either of the commentators, they just kept going on about it. It was like, oh, no, it was picture in picture, I think, on Battle of the Belts. And it's like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Wardlow and Antonio Zambrano, also known as... Uh, Andrew Zarian made his AEW debut. Congratulations, Andrew Zarian. Uh, very few people will get that. Uh, Wardlow wins and noted chair pervert Sean Spears gets involved. Yeah, as is that tradition happens. at this point. Yeah. We're just, you know, we're, we're doing we're tell, doing the slow build. Same thing every week. Wardlow's strong. Mm, strong. Mm, strong. Five strong power like, bomb. Strong like mayhem. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Just this is what they're calling them. It's a marketing thing. I don't get it. Just gonna start randomly beating the shit out of people backstage. That's his face turn. <laughs> you know what? Oh my god. You know what MJF should start doing? He should start co-opting WWE buzzwords into his promos because of this whole contract negotiation thing. He should start calling himself Mister Stupendous MJF. Do it. I th- I just, that's a good angle. Completely like mess with you. I think that would be great. Mm-hmm, exactly. Mm-hmm. I think that that's the way to go. Uh, Cargill, Soho, TBS Championship Finals. What did you think? Terrible end, obviously. Like just a terrible finish. The with the jaded off top rope. No, so I'm gonna say- second rope because they were gonna do top rope, then second rope. So and I it just, it was I, bad. 
I will tell you, I appreciated that they didn't go to the top rope. Sure. It doesn't make it look good. No, but I think it's a lot. uh, Listen, if it's going to look impactful, I would rather it look safe and impactful. Jade started to go to the third rope. She pulled herself back. Like it was bad. It looked like crap. Like I don't know whose fault it was, but it looked bad. Bad landing. Meh. It's a tough. Listen, that's a tough move to take in the right position in like in the outside of its normal uh, setup. Yeah, because you're kind of de- you, since you can't use your forearms, you got to try to land lower, which is hard. When, There's some core yeah. strength. So exactly why well, she's got it. She's got it in spades. Could have been, both of them do. So yeah. anyway, it, it was it was fine. The match itself was fine. It wasn't anything tremendous. I'm happy with the result. Honestly, yeah. I, I think Jade should have it. So showing her with her daughter, I think was very sweet. I think it was a yep. really nice touch. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's important. I, I think it was really cool. Uh, Ruby Soho. And Thunder Rosa as a tag team, potentially. We're going to see Thunder Rosa and Mercedes Martinez. Fine by me. That's going to be real fun. Yeah, that sounds awesome. And I and I assume we'll do a tag shot. Do a tag match. Do do yep. Ruby do Ruby and Thunder Rosa versus Mercedes Martinez and Jade Cargill. I think that'd be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. But now who's going to be first for the TBS champion? Thunder Rosa? <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> I, but that, and now, now you're at the place where you cannot... Um, you cannot give Jade enhancement talent the whole way through. No, absolutely not. You can't just have her do squashes because she needs, she needs to start proving that. And like, I don't know. It's rough. Still rough. She's got work to do. She's working with the right people. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think she's like, they're putting her I, in the ring. Like, like, I mean, no, she's got some stuff that she's absolutely nailed. Her striking is pretty good. It's, it's just some of the, the grappling stuff that needs a little bit of work. Yeah, and I disagree with people who are like, she's green, she's green. I don't, listen, she's new, yeah, but like, she ain't green. She is absolutely No, part of that is partner. Like, a lot of how making those moves look good is who you're wrestling with. And I think, I don't know. I don't know that Ruby did a tremendous, again, I'm also not like an ultra Ruby stan. I think, you know, she's got stuff to work on too, just like everyone. Yeah, sometimes you're honestly, sometimes your chemistry isn't there. Sometimes you just need a little something different. That's all. Yeah. Uh, but regardless, had a good time. Not looking forward to Deep versus Sheeta part 7800. I don't know what's going on, but uh, we're going to do it again. Got not, not much. Else, not much I, get, I didn't that. like that promo either at all. Like, I, I didn't really. Wasn't my thing. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Malachi Black versus Brian Pillman. <laughs> what do you think? Come on. That was a fun it, match. Julia it Hart. Was fun. It was fun. With the Julia Hart with her. <laughs> With her little eye patch, and she's afraid, and she's just scared of everything. Come on, yeah, yeah it was fine. <laughs> yeah, I liked it. Uh, the, the 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 lights all night were kind of confusing, because uh, yeah, like lights go out and then just no one shows up. Still, we're not introducing anyone. I yeah. guess uh, Malachi Black just likes to teleport around. <laughs> Yeah, you know what? If he's going to do it, at least he's going to do it in a way that uh, is better than what they did last week in Florida. They made up for it. Because remember last week in Florida, you lights go down, lights go up, and he's like sauntering away just all comfortably. Everything's back to normal. This week, they do the whole switch spaces thing. I like that. Yeah. That's cool. um, but then it's set up, you know, the Lucha bro. Like, I don't know why they came out. I don't know why that was that was poorly planned on a few fronts, and like I don't I don't know why they came out. I don't want to see them. Re- like I guess we're setting up for him and the Briscoes, but like, so well, I agree. Who, yeah, like, it, yeah, it's FTR and the Briscoes. Yeah, so I, I don't I don't know what's going on. 
Yeah. The point here is, for some reason, the Lucha Bros come out. And then they go to the back and they do their entrance all over again in the next scene for their World Tag Team title match. Don't know what that's about. Uh, the whole show felt kind of weird in terms of timing. And I think a lot of it has to come down to all the EVPs were out. Yeah, There's, There was no Cody. There were no Young Bucks. No Brandon Cutler. Cutler's not an EVP, but he's, you know, he, he's adjacent to these VPs. Um, and of course, Kenny's out. So there's there's no one there to run the show with with TK and the rest of them and to wrangle the talent. It just felt like there was some discombobulation due to people being out because of COVID and other things. Yeah, and you know, obviously, like that gets worse from something they couldn't have expected with Phoenix. <laughs> like you set this up, and it's like, yes. well, right in the trash. <laughs> like and so, they shut the lights off at one point again and it hadn't that had nothing to do with anything they later showed malachi black just in the crowd sitting there watching the match so like i don't i don't really know why they shut the lights off during the uh during the um the, the tag title match. During tag match yeah yeah like why was that did the lights just actually go off like why did they do that yeah exactly i mean it felt a little weird it felt like they they just kind of turned them off as a way to Either, either foreshadow something that they never really paid off other than just be like, this is weird. The lights went out during a Lucha Bros pin attempt. So again, it's one of those things where like, we're getting a little too cutesy and we're yeah, expecting like everyone to pick up on everything. Meta which, with like, yeah, it doesn't always work for me at least again, like this yeah, is not my bag. Yeah. So uh Lucha Bros, Jungle Boy Express, sorry, Jungle Boy, and Jungle Luchasaurus. Boy Express. I the Jungle Boy Express, the Jurassic Express. I mean, he uh, is the one being expressed around. He like, you know, <laughs> the Jungle Boy becomes a jungle champion as they capture the AW tag titles. Kind of surprising, but not so much when you see it was the main event. Uh, they they took the titles from Penta and Phoenix. Phoenix goes down with one hell of a moons no moonsault it was a, a choke slam that just a choke slam just a, bent his elbow just all the way backwards slam. it was gnarly. very wrong four times they then played it back <laughs> we're watching it in our discord and uh <laughs> and, and i'm just like I, I freak out and all of a sudden they're just like what what's going on I'm like watch the replay and they finally show the replay you see his shoulders is um his elbow bend backwards and that was just nuts could not uh, gnarly <laughs> good news is he says yeah. he's fine it was a dislocation which is much better than a clean break whatever that means looks like phoenix is out for uh instead of several several months it looks more like you know a few months at best yeah i don't i don't know i've never i don't i don't even know how that joint works <laughs> like that sounds horrific to me he looked yeah. to be in quite a bit of pain <laughs> He immediately pointed to his totally screwed up arm. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was trying to draw attention to it, at least for the people who were at ringside to like to yeah, yeah. To he check called up for a doctor him. immediately because yeah. it was it was gnarly, man. He was screaming. and like there was so there were just so many like big spots in that uh, in that match. Yeah, I mean, good they did that. They sure yeah. did not shy away from showing it repeatedly immediately yeah. after censoring the spot on youtube was the right play especially yes, after they yeah, show yeah, it a hundred yeah. million times uh but again otherwise listen it sucks that the matches it's completely overshadowed by doing the lights yeah. thing which people were like why would you do that and the injury that sucks uh and like they i feel bad for alex abrahantes who like set up the table and he must have been freaking out after i mean it's nothing he did right it's it's, it's phoenix like he, no you know, it, he just yeah 
it's not, but I'm saying like, if I'm, if I'm Abrahantes afterwards, I'm like, oh shit. Like I, you know, I, your yeah. brain works. You weird. know what I'm it was? It anybody. was that cursed table though. Like <laughs> where so. those people sit at ringside, you know, the one where people are always almost mashing their head on the guardrail and stuff. He pulled yeah. it from there and pulled off the tablecloth and everything. It wasn't an under, it's that cursed ass table. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh man. But, uh, so finishes, uh, finishes uh, his jungle boy rolls through and pins penta and that's yeah. the match and then all of a sudden out comes everybody every tag team not even every tag team just a, a good selection of tag teams yeah the tag teams and then jericho is shown in the rooftop and is, Malachi what Black does he have to do with it? like is he gonna put together a team is he gonna do jake hager again like what what are they gonna do sammy guevara and and jericho but now sammy well we'll get to that in a minute like it was just a lot of like mishmash because again it felt like they had plans some plans got completely tossed out the window because of people being unavailable uh and what uh, one thing i found out was like or not found out but but found funny was as people were going out onto the stage like you had people like holding coffee cups just like hanging out after the show because why it didn't really make a lot of sense bringing out all these teams to the to the front. No, it's not how I would have finished it. Like anyway, you could have had you could have just had them celebrate until the yeah. end of the show, or have Christian do something for God's sakes. <laughs> exactly, Christian finally turn. Like, what is he? Do? He's just buddies with them, and it's like okay. I mean, maybe Chris. Listen, we're gonna do this until the end of time. Maybe, yeah, he's their Arn Anderson now. That's all it is. It doesn't maybe matter. At Revolution, he's gonna turn on 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 Jungle Express. That's gonna be when Christian Cage finally turns. And then when he doesn't do it, it'll be maybe at this event. Maybe yeah, at we'll just keep break. moving the goalpost. <laughs> yeah, just keep moving the goalpost. That's what our that's what us fans like to do. By yeah. the way, Matt Lee dancing to Tarzan Boy. Absolutely, <laughs> I did notice that, and that is some funny shit. I love it. Rampage. Rampage. So as we are doing all the post-show stuff for Dynamite, we find out during Rampage that Jake Atlas, unfortunately, also goes down with injury. And he is the first match up on Rampage for the tapings. So people are like freaking out. It's like, oh, first Phoenix, now Atlas. And they're both really bad injuries. Thankfully, we find out that, uh, that, that Phoenix... His injury is not nearly as bad as first thought. Jake Atlas is also saying that he's good. He took to socials after yeah, the, yeah, uh, the match aired on Rampage, big. said he was fine. Uh, hey, by the way, just adding this. If you come to our community, be respectful. Don't be a dick. We are here to talk about wrestling and not shit all over things. So I'm just putting that out there into the ether. We can edit that out in the audio if we really need to. But that's a general thing. We're just here to have fun. Okay. Rampage. Atlas. Bebe. What do we think? Good match, fun match. Love that Adam Cole knew to change things on the fly. Yes. And get us yeah. into that, that finish. I mean, it sucks because that was such a damn good showcase for, for Jake Atlas. Like he did yes. a very, very, very good job. Um, that match slapped. But then, yeah, it just the the wonky, like his knee gave out. Um, it, it, you could tell like you had to see the thinking of it. It didn't happen as quickly as I, I thought it might've when I read the review of it, but like Adam Cole did do a good job hopping down, giving up on the Panama sunset and uh, putting in the, in that knee bar, which apparently is a callback to red dragon, which is like some actually very yeah. good thinking on his part. So like, good job. Look good. Uh, Jake Atlas, thankfully is not too hurt guy. Can't, can't catch a break, but that was a damn good showcase match. Thankfully the injury happened right near the finishing spot. So good stuff. And I like Evans pointing out here that uh, it's wild that Jake Atlas looked good 
And his NXT one, it was super lackluster. It should have been a lot bigger than it was. But at the end of the day, he wasn't. He was mistreated. But he's put on, Jake Atlas has put on some mass. He looks great. Uh, and this was a, an excellent standout match for him and Cole. They never fought in NXT either. No. And like, here's the thing. Jake Atlas, I, like I knew there was something there in NXT, like just watching him wrestle. And you're not allowed to showcase all of your skills there just because like there is a, there is a, a thing to be said about like there's a just a different style between WWE and AEW. And the odds of people getting hurt is higher in AEW. But that to me is a little bit more exciting because like, you know, Phoenix, for all of the times that he gets hurt he is very exciting to watch in the ring jake atlas you know like he he's got a gymnast background uh that that walk the rope ddt or that cartwheel the rope ddt is so goddamn good <laughs> that like whatever take the risk because like it really pays off and i think like whatever he's, he's hurt his knee a little bit he'll be back soon enough and now he he really got to show his stuff here uh, I also love Jake Atlas pulling out that r- random ass Xplex looking thing in the middle of their match. And it looked good. So many big spots for him. Like it, it, yeah. he really, like I said, huge showcase for him. I think the Rampage in ring was actually really, really strong this week. It was. Yeah. Really fun, really fun match to open up. And then of course, Cole and Red Dragon are just being like, hey, we're going to, you've earned another ass whooping and now yeah. comes Orange Cassidy. So we're back to that. Uh <laughs> You know what? We're getting we're getting to the point where TK just wants to rebook the matches until he gets to a blow off street fight because that's what we did it again this week. Yeah. Anyway, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they announced that uh, Cody's out, and therefore Dustin Rhodes going to replace him to face Sammy Guevara for the TNT Championship. Fine by me, but I also hate interim championships, and we'll talk about that with Battle of the Boards. Yeah. <laughs> What did you think of Andrade thinking that friends need to be paid off? I, it's Andrade. Again, like, I think Andrade's character is that he's kind of dumb. <laughs> like, he's he's this extremely overconfident, um, like, kingpin, thinks of himself as a kingpin type, and it's just like... Yeah, and yeah. instead he just thinks Darby Allen doesn't work for Sting, they're all friends, says Shivani, and he's like... I'm so busy. We need a new assistant. So Sting, name your price for the little kid. For the little kid. I thought that was funny. I thought it was good. He's trying to purchase what he (laughs) thinks is Sting's property. (laughs) I don't (laughs) Give me your son. Give me. I don't care. Andrade's a weird man. He's a weird dum dum, and I'm here for it. That's a good character. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Andrade doesn't know what friendship is. He's just like. Como, uh, como workman. Give me, give me the work. Anyway, <laughs> I just like listen. If this is how they want to play Andrade, it's better than just putting him on dark and having him just win matches and not be uh, seen on the main shows. This is the way to do it. These ridiculous promos, I'll take it. Yeah. Hook versus Aaron Solo with QT Marshall. Fine, good match. Yeah. Hook good. develops. I like that Hook is going through the people who trained him. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. that works. Um, I also like QT Marshall taking a big old, uh, a big old suplex afterwards. Yeah, it was good. Anything to add to Hook and Aaron Solo? No, it's good. Happy Hook. Hook rocks, killing it. Very impressed. Not dropping the ball with so much hype. Very impressive. And he's handling the pressure. Yeah, exactly. Uh, he is handling it and he's making it look good. And I can, I can get with that. I'm fine with having uh, a good, strong hook mm. for our shows. 
Uh, you like that? Good strong hook. Yeah. Uh, good strong hook. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Look, here's here's a, here's a good strong hook. Leaving us a <gasps> thumbs up. Uh, maybe comment. Uh, subscribe to the channel. Come and hang out with us. We. <laughs> That's what we're here for. There's your segue. Uh, let's keep talking. Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. One, I, I really need to put in the back of my head what DMD stands for so I can just use the full. Doctor of medical dentistry? Yes. Doctor of medical dentistry, whatever. I don't <laughs> know. Is that it? Fun. Is that even what it is? There's two different do- uh, dentist designations because anyway, history. Yeah. Uh, either way, DMD, hater with Revel. Taking on Riho and Ruby Soho. I know you're a big Ruby Soho fan, so clearly you enjoyed this match. She was fine. It was good. It was a good match. I like this. Jamie Hayter is, you know who I like, biggest fan out of all of these women? Jamie Hayter. Love Jamie Hayter. And there's more to be said about that in Battle of the Belts, too, because, like, yeah, she's great. She's great in rings. Yeah, really fun match. Really, really fun uh, execution. Again, the story becomes Riho and Baker and their match at Battle of the Borts, and also uh, whether or not. Riho can defeat Baker because she does it all the time. And of course, in this match, no different. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think think that was good. I, I think it was the right decision going into Battle of the Borts. Yeah, Tim, you're right. It's a doctor of medical dentistry. Yes. Not as much fun. Not as, I can't be like, Dr. Britt Baker, doctor of medical dentistry. Doctor of medical fun. dentistry. I mean, yeah, you could just make up what something else. That could be your shtick. Every single week, you just make up a new thing for DMD. A new DMD. I am so yeah. fine with that. Uh, Jamie Hayter, by the way, yes, her theme is great. I, I'm, I'm happy when I hear that. Yeah. I'm happy when I watch them uh, have those those matches. It was really good. Uh, I'm ready for Jamie Hayter to start breaking away officially from Britt Baker and, uh, and Rebel. We saw a little bit of a tease at the end of this match, and then they hugged at the end of Battle of the Belts. Spoiler alert. Uh, so I don't know. We're getting there. I don't know when we're going to do it, but we got to get there soon, right? Till then, who the hell is Britt Baker going to face? I don't know. More it. Got it. Again, deep roster. So like, take your pick. <laughs> Anyone can be built. It should, it should always be Penelope Ford from here on out. Uh, main event. First of all, I'm a big fan of AEW management putting Mark Henry in the weirdest positions to say his line yeah he couldn't do the he couldn't do the enough talk one for this one so he's oh he did uh, he still did it what he still did did i miss it i thought he just said like well it looks like the fight's already started it's time for the oh maybe that's what yeah yeah, i don't think he said it he was able to you give you give mark henry more respect Oh, whatever. You it would be weird if he said we had enough. Maybe he did. Maybe he did. But then he quickly said before it's time for the main event. He said it looks like the fight's already started because it has. And, and it's it also did. no no rules, even though, again, there's victory conditions, which are rules. <laughs> <laughs> no DQ, no rules, no holds barred. Uh, we're doing it again. It's a, And again, second match in a row, second main event in a row for AW Rampage, where we're hopefully blowing off a long-standing feud or at least a feud that's been going on for for uh, about a, what three weeks now yeah, yeah so daniel garcia 2.0 they're taking on eddie kingston santana and ortiz the, the the real lax for like impact 2017 um good match fun plunderous whole lot of crazy weapons and shit i don't have much to say it it's just that, that that's it do you have anything to add on this match no one circle back comment to the uh, Dynamite main event. Thought it was a tornado tag for a while. FTR <laughs> must have been flipping out in the back. Like Maybe that's going to be the promo. 
Yeah, and they commented on how crap the ref was, but like, I don't know. It's not a good excuse. The ref is pretty bad. <laughs> uh, Santana pins Parker from 2.0. So yeah. that team wins the match, Santana Ortiz and Kingston, and then they grab the ring bell, they do the whole thing, and then of course, after yelling at you for a good 60 minutes, down comes Chris Jericho! And he's going to start yelling at you in the ring instead, because uh, Chris Jericho loves to yell. He sure does loves to yell. Yep. Uh, and then we set up Battle of the Boards the next night. <laughs> a weaker show than Rampage. Hey, Tim, remember the time I sat here for week after week, show after show, explaining to everybody at home how Battle of the Belts was not the show you think it is? Yeah, like an hour is not. An hour on TV, which is like, what, 42, 45 minutes? Like. 42 minutes plus some picture-in-picture fun. Sure, why not? We did a watch-along over at Fightful Twitch watching the show, watching Hard to Kill. And you know what? Again, Battle of the Boards, it was fun. I think they were a victim of circumstance. I think they were a victim of, of having a lot of things changed at the last minute. They added the FTW World Championship match, which <laughs> I appreciated that they're using yeah, the FTW yeah, that title. that exists, yeah. But like doing an interim championship because some guy's out for a week doesn't really work for me, brother, brother. Like what? No, and they've got they've got the it's loom that uh, thing is looming, and it's like he's been out for like not that long, y'all. I was expecting uh, maybe they just add a a TNT title or a TBS title match. I I understand they got plenty of titles; they could have just picked one. (laughs) And like I understand that the show was on TNT, therefore you got to do your TNT title. But come on, man! Certain things, and also they just did a TBS. a TBS show. Like they yeah, just did Jed, a TBS have debut. Jay defend. It's just, it's strange. Uh, let's get into it real quick. We open up with that TNT interim <sighs> championship. Defense. Which title did they give him? Do you remember at the end of the night? Uh, the regular one, like the, the, the red and gold, the, the gold and diamond with the red accent. Yeah. Oh, so his original one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Nothing. Well, anyway, yeah, it's fine. Good match. They had Humpy Wheeler and it, David Crockett. Fine. Yeah. The story was Dustin is old. Yeah. <laughs> and so he's like, ah, no, but I'm a veteran. So I'll hurt his knee because I might not be as fast, but I'm wily. And I was like, yeah, tail is old as time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Knees into steel steps, knees into guardrails. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Knee, 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 knee. <laughs> Half the match is Sammy selling his knee a bit much. And it's like, it was fine. It was a good yeah. match. Like, it wasn't bad. It's just, it wasn't. It wasn't the match we were expecting, so. No, it wasn't. And you know what? They they did the um, Canadian Destroyer onto the table from the ring Good apron. Spot. I appreciated Good that. Spot. Yeah, it was, they're quick I'll, to do, they're quick to do the the just out, off the ring table spots lately. Like yes, they, again another one. Like it was quite a few, quite a few. There was some repetitiveness in this in this show. Absolutely. A couple in this week. I think there was just so much to book this week that it's inevitable. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, and so we'll get to a few of the, the chat comments in a minute. But at the end of the day, you know, the they did the uh, they did the crossroads, Dustin on Sammy and Sammy kicks out, thankfully. And I was sitting there being like, Sammy has to find a way to counter the crossroads because yeah. that's the story. That should be the story coming out of, of a match with Cody. He should be like, I'm facing his brother. I'm going to face Cody again down the line. I should have some sort of counter for this move that he's going to use to finish me off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I love that Dustin tried to do the Tiger Driver 98, but he defended himself. That, <laughs> yeah, yeah. that was good. I just need that crossroads counter. And maybe they'll use that. Either maybe. way, Sammy wins. David Crockett gives Sammy Guevara 
the TNT title, the interim title, and uh, they're going to do a unification match probably in a few weeks, I guess. They'll do one quick defense with Daniel Garcia and then immediately to the unification match. That's what's going to happen. I'm pretty sure. What if Daniel Garcia wins the TNT interim championship and then Cody beats Daniel Garcia for the, the TNT title? Prefer Why, that. We're just going to bury that. Sammy. I yeah. think this is going to be a showcase match for Daniel Garcia like we haven't seen before. Yeah. Like this is going to be the one where I think he gets to, to really, because I mean, a partner like Sammy going to be choice. Uh, Mod Mike in the chat saying, to be honest, I was hoping to see Dustin versus Cody again. I, I, I honestly think I would have preferred that because, like, again, you know, they ch- they ruined Sammy's run. So, like, he just kind of looks like a dork to me right now. And I don't need to see like, I don't care that he won it back. He just lost it to Cody. So, like, yeah, no, I really agree. undermined his run. It was a really lackluster run. So uh, and on top of that, I like this from Elliot saying I could have done Cargill versus Sky yep. Blue like they taped on Dark. That is exactly it. You could have done that match and it would have gone over really well with the crowd and with, with us at home. Yep. FTW world title on the line. Starks, Seidel, not really much to say here other than Powerhouse Hobbs sitting at ringside with the title looking all comfortable and match was fine. Seidel loses. Ricky yeah, retains. As he does. That's that's his role. <laughs> Dante Martin is next. Dante and uh, and uh, Starks. So we'll do that probably we'll do Dante and uh, and Seidel versus Hobbs and Starks. Yeah, both sound right. good. Good stuff. Uh, Hager is isn't Hager getting ready for uh, an MMA? Yeah, he's fight probably got a, a he's Bellator, right? So yeah, so I think he's getting ready for another fight. As far as I know, main event time. Women's World Championship match. Dr. Britt Baker, dental medical practitioner uh, versus Riho. I didn't get it that time. I know she's not DMP. I am sorry. Tim, I don't I got I got nothing. Doctor of medical dudery. Duty. She's a cool <laughs> dude. I don't know. No, I do, whatever. Sorry. We're we're, we're done. Here. <laughs> Good night. Dastard, uh, das, dastardry. Is that a word? It's like dastardly, but dastardly. Anyway. I don't think so. Uh, no. Riho and Baker. It's again, fun, cool match. Seen it before in a lot of ways. Good but uh, I'm not I, I also just not a huge Rio fan. She's fine. Like, no, disagree actually with myself. One, one spot. <laughs> and a lot of this is Jamie Hayter because Jamie Hayter. So good. She was just taking bumps left yeah. and like hard bumps left and right outside the ring that uh, the run up the table drop kick where the t- table yes. then falls on her legs. Like, mwah. I was going to bring that up. Glad you talked about it. Good, good stuff. Um, Very much enjoyed that. Yeah. And the rest of the match, you know, a lot of just avoiding the curb stomps and trying to get through, you know, Baker reversing a dragon suplex. There was some stuff here that looked really cool. And then we get to the finish and it's the lockjaw and that's fine. Uh, They did a lot. They sold us a ticket on a Northern Lights suplex. See, Drew put it together better than both of us. Dastardly medical dentistry. Damn it. Yeah. (sighs) Well, Dr. Britt Baker, dastardly medical dentistry, wins the match over Riho. He could have just said dastardly medical dentist there. Anyway. I'm done. Good night. (laughs) You go to streamlads.com slash Tim and Joel pod. You can donate money to us. I ain't letting (laughs) you get away with shit. Oh, anyway, so that's that's Battle of the Boards. Magic again. Show was okay. It was fine. I think Rampage was better. (laughs) Rampage was better. Dynamite was better than that. Battle of the Boards. It just a lot of people expected it to be one thing, and I sat there trying to tell y'all it's not what you think it it is. Yeah, but you know what this? You know what I think it is. I think it's time for y'all to leave a thumbs up on this video. Maybe to leave a comment after the fact if you're watching later on on YouTube.com/slash Tim and Joel Pod or. 
You can subscribe to the channel as we march towards episode 100, February 13th. I'm excited for that. Nice. We're going to crank call Roman Reigns on the air. Tell him to acknowledge us. Mm. Yeah, do it. Mm. (laughs) Speaking of which, SmackDown, day one, recaps all around. We got to watch 20 minutes of recaps so that Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns can come down the aisle and talk. What did you you think? I appreciate the recaps because it means I can skip them because <laughs> I'm not watching live. Did you know that COVID tested positive for Roman Reigns? Ooh. Is and that, that Roman line? Reigns used his spin kick technology to be, I don't know. It was Pat McAfee. Was <laughs> that on seemed like a week. Pat McAfee line. Thank you. Okay. Yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Reigns and Reigns and Brock do the thing. They talk for a bit. Uh, what did you think with Lesnar saying, I want to do title versus title? And Reigns saying no, because it's not my idea Uh, from the Vince McMahon school of thought. That's a great idea, but it's not my idea. So we're not going to do it. And then he walks away. (laughs) And then he, and then he sucker punches him. And I was like, okay, get that Superman punch in. He had to get the angle in too. It was like Brock actually wasn't ready for it. (laughs) Uh, So the story, the story of this is, is not only the, the title versus title being shot down by Reigns for now, but Lesnar and Reigns feuding for Paul Heyman's love and affection. Yeah. I mean, the Paul Heyman stuff was cute. Again, a good example of wrestling being an over-the-top soap opera and just not taking itself too seriously. Heyman doing what he does best and just being like a cartoon character, which was very, very good. Uh, Brock Nail in the introduction. Very, very good. Um, I thought all that stuff was solid. Uh, the only thing is like just the the the... The logic behind the is not my idea, so no, just comes off so silly. Like, well, because it's not him saying it; it's a seventy-six-year-old yeah, like, billionaire. Yeah, exactly. And it's like that's that's fine. We can delay it. We should delay it. It should be, you know, a mania match. You want to yeah. unify the belts? Unify the damn belts. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, you don't have a deep roster because you clearly don't want to spend the money on that now. So like, why try so hard? Because people are going to keep watching it no matter what. Like you might as well just work a few people a little bit harder and pay them a little more. Uh, So I'm going to go to this question from Evan saying, does this looming Rock versus Broman feud hurt their individual title matches? If we're doing Roman versus Seth and Brock versus Lashley, we know the end goal is Brock versus Roman. So I hear what you're saying and I, I agree with you to a point, but also... Because the WWE way is pay-per-view to pay-per-view, they're just going to book it as like, there's this overarching Brock and Roman thing. But the question is, maybe we're not doing title for title. You don't know. Yeah, and someone's going to drop happen. something. So who's going to drop a title? Will we swerve you and give you Roman-less champion? Will we swerve you and give you Brock losing a match going into the show? Also, we have Saudi coming up. That's going to be another you know, big question. What do we do in Saudi Arabia in February? They announced February 19th is the show date. Uh, there's a lot of time between now and beginning of April in WWE speak. We have a lot of, yeah, lot of ages. stories and some of them are going to suck, but some are going to be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, I don't know the, the title versus title stuff is there in the distance might not happen at all. We never know because yeah, someone could drop it. WWE kind of does this where like you'll get, a month or two that are foregone conclusion. And then every once in a while they'll do like a surprise. Um, But normally you'll see like foregone conclusion and then, Oh, I don't know. It could go either way. So like, I think we're in in the foregone conclusion phase, given we just had the surprise with Brock taking it from Biggie. So 
I think part of the problem is where we're seeing this as fans who keep track of what's going on week to week and we care yeah. in that way. Whereas WWE booked the, the Vince McMahon promoter brain said at day one, since we can't give them Roman and Brock, we've got to do something equally big or bigger. So we're going to give Brock the title because that will make the crowd happy. That'll send yeah. them home with smiles on their faces, which is the WWE mantra. Uh, and now we have to book our way out of it. That's the problem. There yeah, was exactly. They're too there, willing to destroy plans over a single night's event. Yeah. Yeah. They, they're they're going to book themselves into potentially a corner. We'll see. Um, regardless, I mean, if it's going to make for more compelling storytelling, I'll take it. But also, we know it doesn't always end up that way. No, and this one had the potential. The way the rest of the night unfolded, I don't know that we got compelling, but it started very compelling. I'll give them that. Yeah, exactly. Um, and and listen, man, I hear people say Brock Lesnar's a part-timer. He has certainly not been part-time lately. He's been showing up at every TV. He's been having memorable Which moments. Which is, yeah, like normally this is my refrain too. Like I don't love when they put the titles on part-timers, but he's been here every night for like the last little while at least. So like as long as you get consistent week to week, not, not even every single week, but like, you know, three out of four weeks leading up to a pay-per-view, as long as he has the belt, I'm fine with that. Yeah, like, and as like long as he sticks says, around a little bit. So Vince McMahon books moments. That is exactly yeah. it. He is a promoter. He is not a booker. He is a he's a marketing genius in a lot of ways. He is yeah. not a promoter storyteller. He's not the story. The thing is, like the, the moments don't have as with. much impact if you didn't tell a good story on the way. But I agree. Maybe he doesn't understand that. Yeah, and the fact that Lesnar is there for every show is helpful. And he's it's the only have... reason I'm into it. Normally, I'd be very opposed to this. Like, I didn't love him having the belt uh, during the going into the 2020 WrestleManias. Like, so so let's talk about this real quick because it is it is the 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 content of our thumbnail. Is this the end of the brand split? And I ask this because at the end of the night, they compound the title versus title thing. With Seth Rollins yeah, challenging which, Roman Reigns, and of course Seth Rollins being a Raw star, this this hurt me. Like this did not make me happy. No, because uh, one again, they really don't care about the heel face dynamic at all, which complicates how you tell a story in dumb dumb wrestling. Like, you know, I'm not cheering for anyone there. <laughs> like it is what it is I'm, no you know what i'm cheering for there i'm cheering for seth rollins just to see him whip his belt around <laughs> like that's the only thing i care about in happen. that that type of thing so i wouldn't be surprised if seth rollins wins this but it's after he's lost two recent opportunities at the championship so it's also very like meh. like it it undermines the excitement if he does win it is a possibility what they're doing this could just be an, again a time waste until we get a title unification thing i don't think that's off the table i don't know that it's a certainty but it is like it's there it's a possibility i wouldn't give it more than like a 33 percent chance you know <laughs> i'm trying to think of a way where because because it's roman and because i don't see roman losing that universal championship me neither and having seth in the match means ko comes along with it I think so. So does KO cost Roman the match, but then we got to do it again because that's the WWE formula. I don't I don't want this to be the end of the brand split. And like I see Elliot here saying the same thing. SmackDown was dead before the draft in 2016. And it was. Watching SmackDown back then was a slog because A, it was taped. And B, it was treated like Raw number two. 
And every match that already happened on Raw either happened again or they brought the B talent over to run SmackDown. It didn't work. Yeah. The only thing that's making me more towards that side is that from a book's perspective, I think it makes sense to end it. And if they're just tightening things up like they seem to be, I could see them ending it because their roster just does is not deep enough to, to be doing this. So like with a with a robust roster and some serious appreciation for that separation, at, like and making the draft feel very, very meaningful and, and just trying to get the shows to feel special and different. Fine. But you need two different managers again to make that like interesting. Like the, the heyday of this stuff was when you had like your Bischoff and your Stephanie McMahon and that type of those figures. I think that those were much more interesting. So, <laughs> hey, I'm good at math, y'all. <laughs> People are really hating on your Tim Math here in the chat. I'm just saying uh, there are three options. 33.3 to in- infinity. There you go. <laughs> now, if we end the brand split, I don't love it because I don't either, but they, it's they don't have the, they don't have people that they can then try to put over on either show. And right now, arguably, Raw is the better show. It may be three hours long and sometimes a slog, but content wise, I'm more entertained by Raw. Uh, in a, let's say I cut down Raw to a two hour format. I'm more entertained yeah. in those two hours than I am in SmackDown's two hours lately. Yeah, it's tough. It's it's tough. Like, I don't, I don't know. Uh, there's there's just not enough wrestlers like they, they let go of too many people and they haven't been building new stars which makes yeah. this very, very challenging because they, they could be using that. They've done this very, very well. The very first go around with the brand split was tremendous in my opinion. So like, I, I don't know if we could get a, a revitalization like that. It'd be cool, but it's true. It's been pointed out that because I'm a, because I'm a Tamina fan, uh, raw is better to me. It's true. It's yeah. True. Okay, cool. <laughs> why, why isn't it? Why isn't Tamina challenging for all the titles forever? Um, um, I just, I'm hoping that it's not the end of the brand split. I don't think it is. I think maybe it's just going to be a one-off with Seth. Uh, I like Mod dancing. They could turn it into a story. They probably won't because the original story was Seth got a one-on-one championship match against Big E and that got blown out yep. because they Fine made it into me. a Fatal Five Way. Yeah. I don't think they're going to tell that story, but we'll see. I, again, sometimes Seth will pull stuff out of his butt at the last second and it'll make sense. Yeah. Let's move on. Sami Zayn, Rick Boogs. They have a match. Boogs looks good. Sammy Zane looks always like looks good. Boogs is good. I like Boogs. You like him when he does the guitar thing? And no. I hate that part. Rick. Boogs. Sorry. Um, Whatever. That's for the live audience. I skip it every time now. Did anything <laughs> noteworthy happen this time? Uh, well, yeah. I mean, out came Intercontinental uh, Champion Shinsuke Nakamura. That's not. <laughs> did, you know the, did you know that he is still the Intercontinental Champion? I didn't know this. No, they uh, reminded us early by having the little backstager where he was jamming out to the air guitar. Oh, that's right. Pat McAfee with a little WWE title belt jamming away on the entrance. Cute. But really, this whole thing was about Johnny Knoxville coming out and being like, hey, I'm going to be a part of the Rumble. But Mandarin says I got to win my way in. I love Sami Zayn and Johnny Knoxville. How yeah, it's think? funny. I mean, I this is all, it's like branded marketing. Everybody watch Jackass forever. This is a great crossover because the same audience that likes watching train wrecks and wrestling probably watches Jackass. Very wise. Cool. You know what though? Jackass is more wrestling than people understand. Jackass is just the same. Like, yes, this is the exact perfect brand relationship to promote that movie. 
Like there's yeah. no other. You you go here and you go to NASCAR and you sell tickets to Jackass forever. <laughs> like yeah, exactly. And and so uh, Nakamura. Uh, sorry, uh, uh, what's his face from Jackass? Johnny Knoxville. Johnny Knoxville uh, runs down and tosses Sami Zayn over the ring, and we're reminded, of course, if this was the Raw Rumble, he would be eliminated because we're into that season. And uh, then they announce that Johnny Knoxville is officially part of the Royal Rumble for whatever reason. Now I qualified, he's qualified for the Royal oh. Rumble. No, he's going to win the you. damn thing. He's going to go on and face the Tribal Chief at WrestleMania. You know what? Do it. Let's Just do it. Do it. That's, that's I'll be more two. interested in that, I think. There you go. Uh, yeah. Why does your number one contender have to lose a match before his title match? That is a good question. Sami Zayn loses. He is number one contender to the Intercontinental Championship, which he will win very shortly. He, Yeah, he definitely will. It's time. <laughs> it's time. It shouldn't be. It's all bad. <laughs> what a point. These middle titles, they're really... They, they used to do that so good. They they did well with like the European title, the Intercontinental title back in the day. They're really struggling with them right now. I don't know why they can't book a mid-card feud. I'm going to skip over the women's stuff for now because I think we're going to end with that, talking yeah, about that the women sense. in the yeah. Rumble yeah, yeah, because yeah. that was huge news. Uh, Viking Raiders and Happy Corbin and Matt Cat Moss. Uh, I will say this, Matt Cat Moss look good. Give yeah, me that. Very good. Fine yeah. by me. Just break them away from Corbin. But Corbin has the heat, so what do you do? I don't mind it that much, honestly. <laughs> Everyone God, hates changed. it. I don't. They're they're atrocious. That's the goal. I thought the 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 Drew shtick was fine. He did a decent Scottish accent. Yeah, it was fine. Did. It was okay. I did not mind that segment. And I mean, it was awkward leading into a Viking Raiders match that had nothing to do with anything. They're really just trying to make raid happen. <laughs> like, I feel bad for them. Like, they're trying to get the audience to do it, but no one gives a shit because they. it's also not well-timed with the music. Like, it's just like, guys, you're so good in the ring. Like, It's, it's streets ahead, Tim. They're going to make it happen. Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah. Right. You got to right. also, like, they're, wait. You got to. Yeah. <laughs> anyway they can't uh, sync it up no we got to be off time at all yeah. times yeah to to any to any jewish person watching it is yom kippur where you bat your chest and, and, and it's in pettance <laughs> so anyway <laughs> let's move forward that's all i can think of when i see them do the raid uh, <laughs> just self-flagellation yeah. Yeah. yeah anyway um happy corbin mad mad, mad, mad cat moss they get the win over the viking raiders <laughs> whom i thought they were going to start building Corbin, no, Corbin not Moss here. Fan. Here we not go. Not here. This was clearly like Corbin Moss. <laughs> this was their match. Anyway, let's move yeah. forward. Uh, Sheamus announces he's in the Rumble and he's going to avenge his buddy's face, Rich Holland. No so, sticking out the back of his head. <laughs> That's right. And then we get to the final match of the night. It's the New Day versus the Usos in a street fight where I was under the impression Brock Lesnar was going to come out, cost the Usos the tag team championship. No, this was just cause. This was a live. This was a live event thing. That's what this was. But it wasn't premium. No. No. Okay. Just making sure. If, I, I guess if you want to call how it like, it's not like SmackDown tickets are cheap when they absolutely should be. Like Sometimes they are, depending where they are. This week they yeah. were Uncasville. And Uncasville is in Connecticut. Uncasville. Yeah. Okay. It's a small town. Sounds like Uncasville, which sounds like a nightmare. Well, the event that they're in is, a, uh, is attached to a casino. So people go and they gamble all their winnings afterwards. Anyway, Usos and New Day have a match. And again, I, I'm excited for New Day's Usos part 278 in 2022. Yeah, we saw more of uh, of uh, Xavier Woods genius ideas for. OK, the gladiator helmet and the breastplate was hilarious. Give me that. Mm, not Come for on. me. It's just not my thing. 
It's the economy live event. <laughs> yeah, it is the economy live event. Definitely, it uh, was a fine match. You know, side of the, the little table spots. You do all the things. The big story is the Usos using the 3D again to win their match. They call it the 1D, the one and done, and they do it through a table this time. And by the way, for those who don't know, Bubba Dudley or whatever he calls himself on the indie. I can't remember anymore. Bully Ray. Bully Ray. Thank you. That was the impact thing. Bully Ray is teaming up with Enzo to take on uh, Braun Strongman, Teton, and uh, Eric Redbeard, the former Rowan. I am starting to think that maybe Devon Dudley is starting to work out a little bit too. Enzo's back, eh? (laughs) First time hearing of it. (laughs) Enzo's been back. Trust me, it's not good. Okay. Either way, the Dudleys teaming up against the Usos in 2022. What do you think of that? That sounds dope as hell. Would you do it at WrestleMania? <laughs> yes. Throw that on Mania. I'm excited for that match if that happens. Battle even though Dudes. it might not even be good, but I want to see it. Like, I would be fine with it. I just I need some sort of connection. That. I need some sort of reason that the Dudleys and the Usos are fighting. And if it's over the 3D, don't do our do shit. It. <laughs> yeah that that works for me yeah exactly it's like, you're not the dudleys you know you can't hold a candle to us we're great you're you're a bunch of losers who somehow have the title the bunch of people playing second okay. fiddle yeah, I, yeah i've already written one like there you go <laughs> uh so the usos they retain the tag team championships uh the new day go to the back of the line that's what they were saying on commentary and if that's As true, they should let's keep that going for a little bit so matches charlotte versus naomi a match is really good. Okay. Very, very big fan of that match. They had a banger. They showed out. Didn't love Sonya Deville coming out and being like, oh, by the way, this match is now no disqualification. Oh, by the way, this match can't be one like this. Can't be one with a count out. Probable racist like Sonya Deville. <laughs> like, I just where we're wish they would this. Like, just <laughs> help us understand why you hate her. Just tell <laughs> us why. And t- t- otherwise, everyone's defaulting to she's racist. And I get it. And I understand it but I'm over it. So that isn't the story here. Charlotte Flair wins the match over Naomi, but the big question is right now, who's facing Charlotte Flair? The answer was supposed to be Tony Storm. Tony Tony Storm Storm decided to leave the (laughs) company. She's like, nah, I ain't gonna be too pious, Tony. (laughs) And now they are pivoting. And the pivot is the Brock Lesnar effect, where Charlotte Flair inserts herself into the Royal Rumble match. And then they to what you, end? Who knows? To make history, I guess, was the, the justification. Sure, right? everyone else is sure. Everyone else is doing it too. Uh, and then they announce a whole slew of women who are going to be in that match with her. And I had the list here, and of course, now my internet's being weird. So I have to pull up the list once again. Um vamp for a second would you yeah well i mean you know they're not they haven't said that they're doing the it's for the belt right it's still for a shot at wrestlemania which is like i'd be fine either way what they do it is like there's nothing for charlotte here other than she gets a night off maybe which is funny like that's a funny angle if you be she's like i'm wrestling so that i don't have to wrestle at wrestlemania (laughs) i love it this match way easier than a one-on-one match let me just hang out in the in the corner get under the ring for a little while like any of that stuff and the whole reason they're doing this at the rumble is because the original plan was charlotte versus tony again but now that they have to pivot they're putting charlotte in the Royal Rumble and just not having a women's uh, SmackDown women's title match. Which is because fine. We get the Raw women's title match anyway. So. Exactly. Get excited for Dewdrop versus Becky Lynch. That's right. Yeah. So <laughs> what we're doing is we have the women, the first 19 women that they've announced for 
the uh, for the Women's Royal Rumble. Charlotte Flair, we just talked about. Yeah. Naomi, Rhea Ripley, duh. Nikki Ash, duh. Duh. Carmella, Queen Zelina, duh, duh. Dana Brooke, Natalia, duh. of course, Natty's going to win. Um, no. Tamina, of nah. course, is going to win. Nah. Shayna Baszler, Aaliyah, Duh. Shotzi. Hey, Duh. remember Aaliyah? She's going to throw up in the ring and everyone's going to leave. <laughs> and then she's going to win the Royal Rumble. That sounds funny. Do it. Uh, Shotzi's going to come back too. Uh, I guess she was just in a match a couple weeks ago. And then yeah, we yeah. had a bunch of announcements of uh, legends. Legends. Legends, including Nikki and Brie Bella. Okay. Lita. Michelle yeah. McCool. Yeah. Kelly Kelly, which popped a lot of people. I'm very excited for some of this stuff. Uh Summer Ray, which popped even more people. Do you know there's an there's a there's like an influencer with the same name spelt different? And I got really Summer confused Ray? while watching. Yeah, Summer Ray. She's spelt like O-M-M-E-R and then R-A-Y. And I was like, wait, isn't that a wrestler? Because someone it was on a like reality show. But yeah, anyway, there's a there's a very famous Instagram influencer, I think, slash model named Summer Ray. And the big one that got a lot of people talking, other than Lita, I think we mentioned Lita. I'm jumping around a bit on my list. We did mention Lita, yeah. Did we say, uh, did we say, we said Natalia? She's not an influencer. Not, we said something. The big one is Mickey James. The Mickey James is knockouts. Mickey James. Impact knockout champions, champion Mickey James. Pat McAfee says, current Impact knockouts champion. And the world rejoices and everyone says the Impact. Impact is back, baby. Impact tweets out, by the way, we have a pay-per-view tomorrow night. Come and see Deanna versus Mickey for the Knockouts Championship. And then Mickey James cut a promo at the pay-per-view talking about being in the Rumble. And then WWE was like, hey, it's Impact Knockouts Champion Mickey James. But also they didn't tag Impact Wrestling. So clearly this is a one-sided deal. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, how do you feel about them announcing 19 of the 30 women in this one random-ass segment on a TV show? Fine. Got to hype the rumble somehow. <laughs> That's fair. But normally you kind of wait it out and you start telling people uh, a little closer to the date. Maybe you some of these are surprises. Maybe Mickey could have been a surprise entrant. Or does it bring the right amount of uh, conversation to the table? I think it brings the right amount of conversation to the table, especially if you've signed a couple of these people to uh, more than one appearance and they show up along the way just for some backstagers. Interesting. I like the idea. Yeah. I don't know if they'll do it, but I like it. I don't know either, but like that's that's what I think would be the right way to build the buzz is to showcase one or two of these people each episode of SmackDown along the route. We still have eleven people to go. Uh, you got to assume, yeah, that's... NXT talent. <laughs> well, so so do uh, Asuka not... comes back, Bailey Asuka, comes yeah. back, Asuka, Alexa, uh, yeah, Alexa. Uh, Sasha, for all intents and purposes, is out. They announced that she's out six to eight weeks on WWE.com. So I'm assuming they're just going to keep her out for the Rumble, bring May her back well, yeah. in for whatever the storyline is later. Um, I really think that I guess whoever wins here is going to be challenging for the Raw Women's Championship. Oh, Ace just pointed out uh, a possibility that I'm going to give a 33.33333% chance to. <laughs> Stop trying to end the brand split. <laughs> it could be the way. We have so we have eleven spots left. I mean, so Dewdrop, Liv, and uh, who who's the other one? Oh my god! Uh, yeah, Dewdrop, Liv, Becky, Asa, or not? Sorry, Dewdrop, Liv, Bianca, Bianca, yeah, Asuka, uh, Asuka, Bailey, Bailey. Uh, well, Bailey, we don't know, but but there are a lot of names. That Bailey, I'm pretty sure. Um, yeah, exactly. It's Tim Math all over. <laughs> Ginny from NXT is an interesting shout because Walter is coming to NXT 2.0. I've been telling yep. you all about Ginny coming yep. in. She'll be in that tag team. Uh, Dusty Cup, I'm telling you, she's going to team up with Tiffany Stratton. That's what I think. Um, 
I don't know what else you can say about this Women's Royal Rumble other than it's probably going to be a Raw Women's Championship contender out of this. Yes. And yes. who's going to dump Charlotte out? Is it going to be Naomi to do a match at Saudi Arabia? Sounds good to me. Yeah. No, it's going to be it's going to be Tamina dumps out Charlotte and then it's going to be Tamina versus Tamina. Charlotte no. Flair in Saudi Arabia. No, 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 no. She well, got the tag watch. title belts. She's already hit her high water mark. Mickey James is going to toss out Charlotte Flair. It's going to be <laughs> no. Knockouts Champion versus SmackDown. There will okay. be none of the legends. <laughs> there will be some some NXT folks. Absolutely. Yeah, there, a couple for sure. Maybe one surprise. Maybe. I wouldn't even give you a guaranteed surprise in this Rumble match. No, I think if it's going to be anyone, I think the one surprise is going to be uh, Alexa. And then Oscar is and probably the other Bailey. One. Yeah. I do not think Lacey Evans. I do Lacey not Evans think is Ronda not Rousey. ready. Yeah. I don't think she's ready to come back. Uh, Ronda Rousey, I don't think has any interest in coming back as many times as she has said as much. Also, like. the rumbled returns are not like this big thing anymore, especially and you dwindle and you decimate the importance of the returns the more you bring into one match. I think you've got three big returns. You've got Bailey, who's the one they won't talk about at all, who will be yep. the biggest surprise. Alexa, they are hyping her return. Yep. So she'll see her. Asuka hasn't been off that long and isn't off for any reason other than we just don't have anything right now. So I think that's another surprise that is like expected. So I think Bailey's the big surprise here. Yeah, I think so. They haven't, they haven't been reminding you she exists. I would even have her come in number two and have her go yep. all the way. Agreed. Or, or number one, whichever it is. I don't, have they done number one to the end? Didn't Bianca do that? Or was she number The two? women? Yes, they absolutely have. Yeah. Okay. Well, regardless, I think they'll, they, I don't know. Or or if Bailey is still a heel, you have her come in as one of the final three and she just dumps everyone out and wins. Yeah. Bailey can do whichever, right? You, you come back and if she comes back as a face, it's easy enough to cut that promo. She's I had a lot of time to think. Done. Yeah. Like, so yeah, Asuka is injured, but she's on the men. She is sounds injured? Like she's going to okay. be back. Yeah. That was, uh, but that was like SummerSlam before. Yeah, SummerSlam. it was ages ago. Like I think, yeah. and it wasn't a like crazy bad injury, was it? Like, uh, it was elbow slash arm related, and okay. then it was teeth yeah. related. And I don't know, depends who you ask. She's very secretive about that. But yeah, yeah. if Bailey returns, she must win. I hear that. I agree. I think she absolutely should win. I think Braun Strowman should also be in the Women's Royal Rumble. That's true. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> yes, exactly. Braun Strowman. <laughs> just put a wig on him hey if you can show me that braun Strowman has a fun bone in his body i'd love it <laughs> well remember brain Strowman? that was yeah, fun yeah yeah i did yeah you know what else braun is fun? Strowman's fine i like braun Strowman. toss a thumbs up here on this channel go ahead on this video to subscribe to the channel share the link tell your friends about us we are working on some really fun stuff i know i say it all the time but i'm really really excited there's some fun stuff coming in 2022 uh including episode 100 of tim and joel pod that's going to be uh hopefully february 13th unless we screw it up uh until then tim where can the kids find you on the internet kids find me tim stone p-t-i-m-b-s-t-o-n-e-p on twitter and tim and joel pod.com keep it locked we're gonna do some stuff i'm at joel pearl j-o-e-l-p-e-a-r-l ladies gentlemen friends beyond the binary we'll be back wednesday at noon eastern to talk about the raw the nxt and the preview we're going to preview dynamite as we always do ladies gentlemen friends beyond the binary once again we'll see you have a good night